Sorry, I forgot how it started. Uh, we, we like, like Dota. Dota. <laughs> <laughs> we like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yield Raven, Ninja Scouts, Samson Magnuson, Arx Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Bean Dob, Monster, Icebuck, Spenguin, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Zynason, Dolly Kauschef, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Kruger, Javier Lacho Play, Wisp, Zeke, Strawcab, That Charlie, Justin, Zek, Yanni, and Darkstorm Dota. If you'd like to join the list of patrons, head on over to WeLikeDota.com and follow the links to our Patreon. We Like Dota, episode 352, starts now. Welcome, listeners, to episode 352 of We Like Dota. I am your host today, Jim, and I am joined by uh, the first couple of Dota podcasting, uh, Charlene and Two. Hello. Hey, what up? I, I think you yeah. have to get closer, probably. Yeah, I have to be, like, significantly closer. Yeah. That sounds good. You all are in the same room. We are in the same room. That, that happens with married couples. <laughs> <laughs> we only have one room. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> there's a pandemic. Those are the only people you get to be in rooms with. <laughs> yeah. So how, how are you feeling after your uh, uh, vaccination? Yeah, we got our second shot um, earlier this week. Is it really? Yeah, it yeah. was just earlier this week. It seems so long ago, but at the same time, so recent. Um, feel, feeling fine now, the first few days right after it was just kind of tired uh body aches a little bit of um nausea but like no fever or chills like i've heard there are some other serious side effects flu symptoms yeah Yeah, didn't didn't get any of those Hmm. avoided that yeah yeah i think my experience was similar where you had like half of the flu (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was jarring because i i felt off but didn't feel yeah. fully sick right <laughs> so it's like i am but i'm not sick <laughs> what do yeah i had i had a coworker. he got the shot at night um or relatively late in the afternoon and then next morning you know he comes on teams because we're all remote mm-hmm. and he's like Hey, actually, I'm not feeling that bad. I, I think it'll be all right. We're like, oh, great. That's good to hear. And like two hours later on Teams, he's like, I'm taking the rest of the day off. <laughs> <laughs> it just hits you. And it hits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's great to hear. That's that's exciting. Oh. Um, so that's how you've been feeling physically. Mm. Um, h- how have you been feeling about Dota? How, how has it made you feel lately? The game is fine. I am upset with Valve. <laughs> slash oh. We can get to that later. But like the game is fine. I've been <laughs> enjoying it. I, I've kind of, I'm, I'm towards the finish line now of finishing my cavern. So I actually did Ooh. unlock um, both the Willow and the Lena and the PA got the alternates for Willow and Lena. 
and I'm very close to PA. I know where the like glyph thing is, and I know hmm. what hero I have to play. I also have a bunch of culling blades <laughs> ready, so I literally just have to win <laughs> one turbo game, and it'll be over. Um, and it's with Razor, <laughs> and okay. I've I've played a handful of games now, and I just struggle with that hero because I don't know, it's not in my blood to. You know, like be in the fray of everything, be the eye of the storm as it ah. as it is. So um, yeah, but I'm very close to like maxing out there, getting all those, and just generally wow. like I've I've kind of enjoyed, you know, being pushed outside of my comfort zone, playing a few different heroes than I'm used to. Um, but at the same time, I'm also happy now to just go back to playing Lich, <laughs> Lich and Sia. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that's uh that's interesting. When did you buy the the pass? Did you buy the pass early? Um yeah, no, I, I bought the um like the compendium thing itself right. basically the yeah. day it was announced and I remember that day because Arian was mad at me for like going ahead, going ahead and <laughs> buying it without, you know, doing the whole trading thing. So, yeah. I've had it basically the entire time um for the weeks, like I think I've only com- like fully completed three or so of the weeks wow. and gotten like the 18 out of 18 um but a few of the other ones i'm fairly close i'm at like 14 or 15 of the possible stars out of 18 and uh have gotten you know most of the cool sets i i haven't gotten any of the ultra rares but i got bristle and troll from the immortal treasure and then for the the little nemesis one um I, I have the AA hands and I, I think that's oh, cool. it. Is that right? That's, I think so. Yeah. Then there's like the gold uh, oh, right, no tide yeah. thing. No, haven't yeah, gotten any gold, gold drops. Gold tide, gold marana. Didn't get either of those. I, I got gold tide. Oh, nice. But I turned the <laughs> graphic settings to like minimum on all my stuff. So it's more <laughs> like bronze tide. <laughs> it's flat black. Black. <laughs> There's some like bug, like it, it isn't rendering it. So, it's, like the base of the uh, the mine on his back is just flat black. <laughs> oh. Looks like something's wrong. Yeah, I don't. I saw on Reddit someone posted how to maximize your FPS, mm-hmm. and so I just did all those things, and I, I'm too lazy to go back in and, and figure out which one <laughs> will make but me see my gold tide hunter set. Now you just have a black tide hunter. Yeah, and I think I have like less particle effects on some heroes. Yeah, I would think so. If you're on like highest FPS, the first thing they cut is particles. Okay. Yeah, I, like when I log into a game, it's like 220 FPS. Like, <laughs> cool. Like, cool. Why is everything looks like a cartoon? <laughs> Two. How how has how has Dota made you feel? Lately, I've been getting griefed a lot more. I don't know if I'm doing something wrong. I've still got a 10k behavior score, but uh, I'm getting people in my games that are auto-locking the same role as me and not rolling or anything, not communicating, just going in the lane and fighting for last hits. So (laughs) that's been a bit irking. Um, I have been playing a couple of new heroes. I picked up Ark Warden again and played him a lot in Turbo. He's probably my favorite hero right now. Because of the time. Because of the the compendium <laughs> taunt, yeah, I actually I picked him up just because of his new dance. And, it's like uh, a little top hat with a cane. It does a little can can. 
and he drops the top hat and cane. And I found out that both the Arc Warden and his double, as well as all of their Manta illusions, all do the taunt. So you can have like six Arc Wardens at once, <laughs> all dancing in a row. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's a sight to behold. All right, so. I'm definitely I'm definitely playing Arc Warden more now. <laughs> clicking over, I do have that taunt. It's a great taunt. Uh, so he's been lots of fun. And then just uh, yesterday, I decided to pick up Invoker and try out mid again. And I am <gasps> terrible. But it's a lot of fun to play Kid Voker. Because I feel like a kid. Like, when I was trying to play Invoker before, I felt like this powerful wizard that was just making these terrible mistakes and everybody would yell at me. <laughs> but with Kid Voker, people seem to chill out a little bit more because he's this obnoxious little snot-nosed brat. They like watching him get slapped around anyways. So... <laughs> Yeah, like there's like an RP element to it. There is. Play. Yeah, like even he'll say, he's like, wow, I didn't mean to do that. I'm like, yeah, me either. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's full so immersion. <laughs> yeah. Do you have, you have the fancy kid, right? Yeah. The 275? I, I have, that was actually the reason why I picked him up was because of the, the new set. Because I'm never going to be able to afford that set with the regular Invoker. But with Kid Invoker, you get it. But you don't get the uh, Super Saiyan hair until you get 300 Sunstrike kills. And I just checked my Sunstrike kills, and it's at zero, even though I've gotten at least 30, and I don't know why it's not counting up, and I'm very sad about it. Oh, how, how cool. <laughs> very valid. 300. That's gonna... I mean, Invoker players play Invoker a lot, so... Yeah, you can get, like, a couple of game, even in bad games, usually. Oh, does it not have to be in wins? That's cool. Uh, I don't know if it has to be wins. It just says Sunstrike kills. But I yeah. again, I have zero, so I don't actually know what's supposed to count it up. Because <laughs> apparently it's not whatever I'm doing. Yeah, it's like that uh, that weekly quest for stick charges. Oh, man. Used. What a mess. And like it didn't work. And then Zach from some other podcast was like, I did it in like one Nemesis game. <laughs> like, some other okay. podcast. It didn't work. And then... They fixed it to work with or with stick, but not with wand. <laughs> and I think that's where it's sitting right now, is you can only do it with stick, which is very confusing. That's great. I love, if you look at the quests, from like week one to week seven, they just get like easier and easier. Yep. You can tell they week ran out of is, ideas. Yeah, week one is like ridiculous. It's like deward 125 wards in one week. And then week seven's like... Win a match. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I could do that. Well, actually, I couldn't. Uh, which is <laughs> Jim. So how are you feeling about Dota? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is a good segue into my Dota feelings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I haven't won in a while. I lost all my games this week. Oh. And how many games is that? Just for context. Oh, yeah. Uh, I played four... I have five, six. I guess I'm on like a six-game losing streak. Then I have one win. Then I have three losses before that. So I'm like one in nine in my last ten games. Damn. Yeah, but they've been fun. I've been playing with friends. Uh, Sam, the Plaid Pirate Wendell, often shows up. Um, nice. For a game or two on Thursday nights. We played with him a couple times. Uh, I had a double for Sven in the cavern. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I got... I don't know. I think Sven's not that bad. Everyone says Sven's bad, but I think he's pretty good. But I think everyone plays him wrong. We'll get into it later. Mm. Teaser. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I had some very good Sven games that, that went pretty well. Um, 
one of which I lost, but then one of which I won. So I finally got the double. And now I'm looking at a triple on Alchemist. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I can't, like, I can't pick Alchemist in a turbo because he's, like, absolutely the worst turbo hero. Yeah. And I'd have to pick Alchemist with my friends. <laughs> and I, I haven't, like, gotten, like, the farming carry roll in my last, like, week and a half or so. Um, at least since I since I won the Sven game. Okay. So it's been unfortunate. I haven't had a chance. But I got... Uh, I played Dazzle mid. Dazzle is a good hero. Uh, it's a good core hero, I should say. I think that... Yeah, I was getting flamed by my teammates. Yeah? They they just don't know. They don't understand. Yeah, Greg was... <laughs> Greg was getting on me. Oh, <laughs> Greg doesn't that. understand. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I'm going to play Dazzle mid. It's a good game for Dazzle mid. Like, you know, Axe was banned... Mm-hmm. Um, and we had Sven. They had Sam playing Sven. So I'm like, all right, I'll create space. All right, I'll have space. And uh, I was like, oh yeah, Dazzlemid's good. Now you, you rush a Witchblade. It's gonna be really cool. But Greg goes, yeah, I I don't doubt you that he's not good. I just haven't seen it win, Jim. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have lost a lot of Dazzlemid games. But I don't know, man. Witchblade. You can get that Witchblade so early, and then it. By 18th level, you have 67% uptime on the the slow and the passive. Yeah, mm-hmm. combine that with his regular slow, and you just kind of right-click people down. Yeah, and you got I got I had Greaves on a 20-second cooldown. It was even lower, I think. Um, I had double Solar Crest. I had the Witchblade. Uh, who um, are you fighting into? Uh, mostly Kunkka. And they had an AA, and that was very annoying. Mm. Okay. That's the problem. Yeah, I think uh, it's just not the, the the setup for a mid dazzle to pop off. Yeah, because I was against a kunk of mid, mm-hmm. and I didn't lose mid. Right. But I couldn't kill him. Right. Like he exactly. was kunk. He had like eight thousand hit points of six minutes. So tanky. Yeah, he just like walks away, and then I get all the last hits. Then. He cleaves all the last hits, and I get a little... You know what I mean? Like, it was just we just kind of traded farm, and it was boring. Right. And I couldn't leave the lane quickly, because he could just clear the wave and attack the tower. Um, but it was fun, and I, I, I think it's a good hero. And I played... Oh, man, I played this Abaddon game. Have you all run into the Ag's Locket Abaddon? No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, man. It was, uh, it was our old... WLDL team. So it was me, Greg, uh, Pants, Cowbell, and Nick, Uranium Heart, mm-hmm. uh, from America's Third Favorite 32 podcast. And he was on Axe, and he's like, I've lost like five straight Axe games, but I haven't made Cavern, so that's what I'm playing. We're like, right on. And then I picked Abaddon 5. I don't know, I just kind of wanted to try this build. And we basically got run over the entire game by this mid CK that they had. He was very good. <laughs> um, but we got down to, we only took like one lane of racks and we kept like fighting, fighting off. We had a Luna uh, disruptor. So they couldn't like, it was hard for them to, to push up high ground. Right. And they were like, I think just like taunting us because they were so far ahead. And then I got the Ags locket at like 41 minutes. Cause the dude can't farm. Mm-hmm. 
and the graph just like I mean they they had a probably 49,000 XP lead and like a 32,000 gold lead and the win probability was very close to 100 and it just plummets because we win every Damn. team fight I have my ult <laughs> off cooldown like they would just like go in I would just like hit R and no one could see what was happening because there was so much damage getting thrown out and so many mist coils getting thrown out. Remind me, what and does the like, Aghanims do now? <laughs> it throws a mist coil at any ally who takes more than 525 damage. Oh, I see. So with Holy Locket, you're just like denying every hit they do and refunding them about 400 health for every 525 health they take. Yes. Wow. So, yeah, it, the heal was like... And that's only during the, your ultimate, right? Yeah. Interesting. So it, with the talent, the heal was, yeah, around 400 uh, with Locket and the talent. And it happens, uh, like, automatically. Um, and there's no cooldown for it. And so I would just run to the middle and four of them would be dead. And, like, maybe one of our guys would be dead. And this just kept happening. And they were yelling at me because they were... They were doing very well, and the CK was kind of joking with us, and we were joking with him. And then I said, um, they killed me at one point, and I'm like, God, it takes you noobs so long to kill me. <laughs> and the te- techies is like, I guess. And I was like, yeah, like twice as long as it takes you to kill any of my teammates, right? Because I borrowed time. <laughs> it's stupid. Right? I, don't, I don't do anything, but yeah. I'm just really hard to kill. And then he's like, yeah, but you still can't do anything when you're alive. And I was like, you know, you might be taking our base, but I'm taking your evening away. <laughs> and he's like, are you stupid? And I'm like, I really wanted to say, like, if you have, like, if you have to ask. Um, but the CK would joke along with us. And then I got that Locket Ags thing and they stopped winning team fights. <laughs> and I so wanted to win the game. <laughs> Aww, just feel so like I did. took your evening away. Yeah. Aww. Um but now, like, we got split up at one point, and, like, if they ever fought into us when Borrowed Time was on cooldown, we all died instantly. <laughs> <laughs> they were so far ahead. But, uh, and that happened eventually, and we lost, like, 55 minutes, though. Yeah. But I kept us alive for, like, 14 minutes just with this stupid build. It's so exciting. Did you get so a refresher? Fun. No, I didn't have a chance. Like, uh, Abaddon does not farm very quickly, especially no. if... Um, you're buying all the wards and smokes and stuff. Right. <laughs> it was just like, I was just crawling towards that eggs, especially because <laughs> it was a losing game. Like, it's not like we were winning team fights. It was right. like, I was getting caught. It was just passive like, gold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. Um, but it was really cool. And I could see like, if you had, um, since Ben doesn't do anything except, purge your allies which is awesome but that that's it um if you had other things on your other heroes you could do like a bad in three or something get the ags lock it quick and it would be very hard to to lose that game presumably you wouldn't be forty nine thousand xp down <laughs> when it happened but it was pretty it was pretty fun yeah. want to head over to the news yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> 
<laughs> to read the future, I need entrails. So we do have some news from Valve since our last episode, and this this is what you were alluding to earlier, Charlene. I did not predict that this would happen. Neither did we. Neither did we. (laughs) (laughs) Critically, neither did you. Valve released a battle level bundle. Yeah, they did. With a whole bunch of battle pass levels and and a whole bunch of extra treasures. Um, At like an insanely cheap cost. I think it was cheaper than it has been in the previous years. Most likely because the battle pass was kind of cheaper than it had been in previous years. I mean, not literally, but the quality of it seemed to be. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like only one set of immortals. Um, Still salty that the Spectre Arcana was included as this high-end prize that you get after we voted on it and everything. They did this with IO, but that one was like an extra that was free during that year and they had other Arcanas coming out. The Spectre one was just kind of a slap in the face. A very expensive slap in the face that we both purchased. Yeah. Yeah, so, so do you guys have the Spectre Arcana? <laughs> well, yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> so, like, um, a, what before this battle bundle <laughs> dropped, we yeah. were like, okay, there's only a couple more weeks. Um, you know, the Steam Summer Sale, which is usually the way that they do this, that already happened back in June. It probably right. won't drop, and... So why don't we just like, you know, buy levels to get us up close and then we'll really just grind out the last few levels to get our arcanas. And yeah. we did that. Um, we maybe even overshot it a little bit because now we're both past uh, level 330. But <laughs> then they <laughs> then they drop this and it's just so cheap. Like a edit. few days later. Uh, like we had just purchased uh, it maybe two or three days before. Of course, they're not going to refund you or anything, right? So like we're just li- – and it's on the front page every single time you log in. So we just like <laughs> yeah. get in and go to the hero page. Like I don't even want to look at it. <laughs> so angry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we have our Spectre Arcanas. Uh, Bay is um, nobly making his way towards the – alternate unlock red. you have oh, to it's so hard yeah you have to get uh mega kill mega streak. kill streak a five so kill streak a five kill streak um you don't have to win the games yeah so there's that you need to get a hundred uh, of them but if it's in turbo they only count for half and i mostly play turbo these days so it's a very slow grind and with so, specter it can be very hard to get those five kills because it's really hard to secure the last hit where everybody else can just nuke them down and you have to like plink them with your little auto attack it can yeah. be rough. So how does it count for half? Like, it counts as like 0.5 of a mega kill streak, where you have to get 10 in a row. So every five kill streak counts as one game. So you can only get one kill streak per game. So you need 100 games of getting kill streaks. Oh. But you don't necessarily need to win those games. Yes, you which did. Is the nice. one saving grace is you don't have to win. But it's most of the time, if you don't win, you're not getting a kill streak anyways. So it's pretty rare that you'll get a kill streak and then lose with it but it's honestly not it's about 50 50 shot for that to happen 75 percent of the time you just lose 50 percent of the time you get a kill streak and then either win or lose wow that's so many games of specter yeah also everyone is a specter critic i have found out if you make any item purchase that they don't agree with or if you go on the different target or anything everybody gives you crap it seems like everyone knows how to play specter and i have no idea like i'm learning the hero i don't play her very often and everybody lets me know 
It is demoralizing. It's why I switched to Invoker, because when I screw up with him, it's very evident when I screw up. Wow. That... Who... God. Who plays Spectre 100 games? Right? <laughs> and then, like, who criticizes the Spectre player? Like, dude, there's a Spectre on your team? Like, he's gonna get you a win. It doesn't even matter what happens, because it's Spectre. Nothing matters. <laughs> Like he's like your Spectre teammate is boring himself for your victory. Like you should be happy you have a Spectre. Like not, don't complain about it. Yeah. Maybe you like playing Spectre. That's fine. <laughs> the the singular thing that I do want to thank Val for is um the the Desolate Blade. They like I I don't remember from what year. It oh, was. the Diffusal. Or sorry, the Diffusal yeah, yeah. Blade. Um, they actually like added styles to that so, for the arcana yeah so it matches with the arcana set yeah even though it's a completely oh. different uh piece to the set altogether it still has like alternate colors that you can choose from you can do the original which is blue you can do white which matches the new set or you can do red which will go with the other set oh. um, and if you just buy the item after the fact you still get those alternate unlocks but if you don't have the arcana then it doesn't have any interaction with that weapon it's very strange. They've never done anything like that. But it was really cool they did, because it's definitely her best item. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, Terror Blades, subsequent Immortals. It's Yeah, it's not like what you just described. But Terror Blades, subsequent Immortals will change color to whatever color you have plugged into your Arcana. Correct, yeah. Oh, okay. But it's, yeah, but it's not like adding whole new styles to the thing. It just kind of happens automatically. Yeah. That's probably easy co easily coded, whereas this is actual work they might have had to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, the uh, the shoulder piece, which is the only one I have, also has that emergent thing. Oh, really? So, yeah, which is interesting because it makes it red, right? Which is what the, the, the shoulder piece of the Crimson Witness is. <laughs> True, yeah. So all I have to do is spend like 50 bucks to level up my battle pass and then get 100 kill streaks with Spectre. <laughs> she also gets a special radiance icon, a special blade mail icon and a blade mail activate uh different appearance in game. So they put yeah, a lot of work into it. Cool. I've seen the blade mail in games. It's cool. It's very cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so though cuz I just can't bring myself to play Spectre that much. <laughs> it's a slog. It really is. Because, <laughs> like, you know me. Like, I like to farm. But she farms so slow. Yeah. And, like, her thing is, like, she farms slow, but it kind of doesn't matter because she can be anywhere. And if she farmed fast, it would be awful because she's the giant monster right. at the end of the game. Right, it'd be unbalanced. But, right. So it's, like, the kind of carry I don't like. So I'm not going to do it. Although, I don't know, I'm not... Oh, damn it. See, they they give me the, the alternate style on the item I already have, so now I'm looking into it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> how much would it cost? <laughs> well, with the with the bundle, you know, maybe it doesn't know, cost like, that much. It's actually less than I thought. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. That's how they oh, get well. you. This is the marketing. Yeah. I'm like... What five levels away from the Dragon Knight? Mm -hmm. 
I'm sure you'll be <laughs> able to get that without having to drop more money, but if you want the invoker or the specter, yeah. you would have to buy a bunch. The funny the funny thing is I don't care. <laughs> About the dragon knight? Like, no. Yeah. I, I can't imagine ever using it. He's so milk toast looking. He's just a regular dude now. And the, the helmet makes milk him look toast. so derpy. Yeah, I like milk yeah, milk toast. It's very good. <laughs> Yeah, I can't do it. The dragon looks really cool. It does, yeah. I, I'd probably but use the dragon. That's it. New voice lines I, for the dragon and everything. But the hero? No. But can, can you... I don't think you can oh, use you the can't. dragon. Oh, you can't. Oh, it's tied to no. the persona. Oh, that's tragic. Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to use it anyway. And like, I'm not going to play Dragon Knight. <laughs> this is, I'm trying to play Dazzle Mid, man. I ain't going to play like a regular good... Jim, Jim has integrity. <laughs> <laughs> man gotta have a code <laughs> yeah so yeah i bought one battle bundle and i got the only thing i wanted that i was missing which was the bristleback rare nice mm. nice i got a couple because of i like the the rainbow iridescent spikes yeah the iridescent was pretty cool this pass as a uh, right skin just in general like the wyvern looks cool i like the weapons on the troll warlord yeah which is a shame because i like I, Control Warlord has the uh, color-changing weapons, right? Yeah, and the iridescent ones honestly look a little bit better. I know. It's kind of sad. I don't want to use them, but I kind of do. Yeah, Wyverns is just like A+. plus. Like, you've got to use yeah, that. Yeah, I really like it. It looks so good. They clearly hired on a new guy who like really knows his shaders and just started figuring out all <laughs> these like really fancy things to throw out. Even the sniper one. Have you guys seen the sniper gun? Oh, my God. oh it's, we're talking about the jungle one, right? With the little nest on his head? Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. Best sniper set. I love it. He just looks yeah, like a walking the, uh... bush with a pokey little iridescent sniper rifle. It's beautiful. Yeah, and the, and like that little crystal on the end of the rifle constantly changes colors as you walk around. It's yeah. so cool. The rest of him looks camouflaged and you just have this one crystal that's just like a beacon. <laughs> Did you guys buy any of the collector's cash? No, actually, that was the one thing no. we did not get through this pass. We we looked at the sets, we liked a few of them, but we said that we weren't going to get it. Um, and then a friend of ours ended up buying a ton of them and just giving us all of his doubles. So we ended up getting all the sets <laughs> we wanted anyways. Nice, perfect. Yeah, I bought like a couple and ended up with like three of the ones I wanted. There's some. There are some good sets. It's not yeah. that we didn't necessarily like them, but they just weren't good enough to spend money on. But like the Venge with her three different colors looks really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was one that I got. Like that was like the first one I opened. I was like, oh, thank God. And I traded the tiny because I have the Christmas tree. Yeah, I traded see, the tiny. The, the tiny is pretty the... good, but I like yeah, other tinies. Right, but that was the problem. also a good one. So I don't know. I like the the punchy cactus. It's probably one of my favorite tree ant minions. Or yeah, yeah. I... I, yeah, I traded the tiny to Arian for that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> nice. Good, good trade, good trade. Yeah. And the gyro is cool, but That's I can't get over the fact that the the fans that hold them up spin, like, the wrong way when you go to move. <laughs> they spin, like, counterclockwise, and they should be spinning clockwise. Like, they go 270 degrees instead of 90 degrees. Interesting. Uh. And I'm like, I can't deal with this. <laughs> like, why is this happening? my immersion <laughs> yeah right like <laughs> yeah. like mine is like a man with a tiny little helicopter dressed like santa claus that's fine but if that propeller but spins the, the wrong way is wrong, i'm like, freaking out 
yeah. So I'm. I don't know. I guess I'm pretty happy with the the battle pass. It's fine. Um, obviously, I wish you all had had better luck with the the bundle, but you live. Uh, you the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You gotta wait till like the last day yeah. possible. <laughs> Uh, in other news, the patch is coming out after Nemesis. Yeah. Did you hear this? No. 7.30 is coming out after Nemesis. We are in need of a patch, so I'm happy to hear that. I was kind of surprised that they hadn't patched it sooner, and I was thinking maybe it was because TI was relatively coming up, but now it's still in that like gray area of, what, October now? So yeah. they, they have time yeah. for pros to relearn the entire game, right? <laughs> this is a big patch, right? As, assumingly, this is like a full-scale patch they're doing. Normally, this is yeah. the patch we get after TI. Right. Um, what are your predictions? You've played uh, a lot more Dota than me, and you've you've probably forgotten more about Dota than I'll ever know. Um, <laughs> so what what you got, Charlene? Oh. Any hot takes? See, okay, I'm going to preface this, though, because we play so much Turbo Dota... It's not okay. real Dota. Um, yeah. That said, I think there's just a staleness in the pacing of the game. So I, I'm not really going to make hero predictions. Um, I, I like okay. you know there are a number of things that they maybe could change up to bring certain heroes back in and stuff like that. But I think something is going to change in terms of like mechanics of either jungle or like creep experience for the offlane or, or something like maybe even a, a larger map type change because i think just the pacing of things right now is just kind of like oh yeah you, you get used to the early game you go into a mid game and and then you <laughs> you just play it out i don't know it just feels kind of yeah. dull and um you know something that we've gotten used to already and played with for a while so like what kind of map changes are you talking about like increasing what the offlane gets? Hmm. What kind of map changes? I something like like addition of a shrine or like some kind of new element. Like the I remember when they introduced bounty runes and stuff. It's like oh, like that you know does change mm. the way that you would approach portions of the game. So I'm not sure exactly what it would be, but I feel like it would be something along those lines of some x new type of element or feature or mechanic that you would play around um i honestly don't know what it would be i just think it would be like of that category okay yeah i i think it would be more than just like reshaping the jungle or placement of the camps i do think it'd be more dramatic than that interesting that'd be pretty cool I feel like we haven't had like too dramatic a patch lately because we were like gonna have TI and then we're not gonna have TI and then, right? We were gonna have it again and and now we're not and so it'll be cool to see if big stuff like that comes down. Yeah, I'm curious to see just how big of a patch they plan to make this one, being as we are so close to TI because like yeah. in the past we've noticed they've done changes with shrines. Uh, he's had a lot of changes with pulling over the last few patches, trying to figure out. Uh, like from major patch to major patch, not like the ABDs. He's been changing up the side pulling in both the you know radiant carry and dire carry lanes to make it easier huh. for the offlaners to do the pulls and harder for the carries and their supports, the position fives, to do the pulls. 
And I don't know if he's happy with where it's at, but it's different from where it used to be, which it used to be a lot easier for carries and supports to get off those poles. Um, and then way back, we remember when there was medium camps that were close to the lane that you could pull into and medium camps would like kill the entire creep wave. They were where the small yeah. camp is now. Um, so like that dynamic, I think is something he's just playing around with because constantly it seems like Ice Frog has these ideas of changing up the speed of the game. And it seems to start with both how many camps there are in the jungle and how spread out they are and how accessible they are from lane. But there's like interesting differences between the two sides, like Dyer having that extra pull through that Radiant can't get on the large camp if you go straight up through the trees. He never patched that one out. And it's still oh, a very yeah, yeah. prominent pull if you get rid of that one tree. So little changes like that. If we do see map changes, I expect uh, those types of changes to actually make an effect on how easy or how difficult it is to pull in the lane. And I think that will affect how slow or fast uh, the laning stage goes for at least two of the three lanes. How slow or fast do you think the laning stage is? Like I experience it as like both sides kind of pulling and there's always this side pulling and always contesting. Like, I feel like so little of it happens in the lane. Yeah. I, I think I'm noticing the same thing where a lot of the time as carry, I'm noticing myself just leaving the lane around level six or seven on most carries because there's just so much pulling going on that there's more farm in the jungle to just not be sitting there in wave and contesting it and letting them push forward to the tower and then going for the last hits. So I think the general speed of the early game has been a little bit slower lately. We might see a change to that, making it faster. But honestly, anytime we've seen a fast early laning stage, we start seeing like death ball metas. And that's something that no one really has fun with. Uh, that's a really good point. <laughs> yeah, no one wants no one wants death ball right before TI. Yeah. TI4. I remember that. Shudder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The two hour grand finals. Do you, got, do you all have any uh, heroes you want to see nerfed or buffed? Mm. Hmm. I haven't thought too, too Like you're much sick about of seeing someone or... Honestly, I, I've personally seen like a surprisingly good spread. I haven't seen like those especially annoying mm. heroes. And the ones that are especially annoying, I imagine if they're nerfed, they would just be like way too bad. Like a Ricky. I get really annoyed when I see Rickies in oh. my games, but I know that like... If you give him any more, he'll be, like, completely useless. <laughs> yeah. He's just one of those heroes that if he pops off before mid-game, everybody has a bad time but him. And if he doesn't, then he has the worst time and everybody else has fun. No, that's an interesting way to think about it. He just he can't farm back into the game to get items. And if he can't get items and he can't kill, then the supports get defensive items. And then he can't pick them off. And then he has no farm. He has no way of getting gold. And he's just a creep. An invisible creep. I, I like that Ricky when I'm against him, though. <laughs> that's the best kind of Ricky diverse. The one that's just throwing yeah. down smoke clouds in fights. <laughs> it's, it's, it's satisfying to beat that Ricky. Yeah, I guess I think... I mean, all the stuff you said makes a lot of sense since thinking about the game at a very strategic level. Um, I wonder if they're going to nerf stacking in some way. It has been because a lot more prevalent lately. And the more you stack okay. and the more you farm, at least in pro, I've noticed them doing a lot more stacking. Uh, not in my games. Not any stacking going on most of the time. 
Hey. Really? But uh, in, in hey. pro games, there's, there's a ton of stacking. <laughs> and uh, I've noticed that, like, obviously, it's going to slow the game down because that means usually your supports are not in an aggressive position on the map. And then, obviously, your cores are eventually going to have to go into those farming spots. And it just kind of congests your heroes to be in safe zones on both sides. Uh, huh. Like, heroes like TA have become very popular to the point where, like, people are now picking her as a safe laner because she can just farm through stacks so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed, I mean, this is, you know, based on, on my experience, the supports that I play with, which are like Bob, uh, Greg, uh, Chris, Popo, like they just stack like incessantly for me when I ask them to. <laughs> <laughs> and so I started playing all these, these heroes that clear stacks, like Luna and Sven and, and TA. And at one point before this recent losing streak, I went five straight carry games without dying. Because I would just like come out after clearing these stacks at 10 minutes with like one whole more item than the opponents. <laughs> and it was just like over. Yeah. Um, and so I see like a ton of stacking, but that's because like the handful of players I tend to play with a lot are just like kind of into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was wondering if, if it was happening more broadly too, because it seems like wildly OP. Um, certainly at like uh, normal human Dota level where we play, like nobody does. And so if you just come out, you know, if you have like like shoe Dragonlance Ags on TA at like 14 minutes, like the opposing team just loses. They can't do anything. Yeah. And if Popo, you know, five stacks the ancients for you at, by like ten minutes. You're good. <laughs> that dream is very achievable at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's like just don't stand too close, and uh, they're all dead, and you have all the money. And then he has all the money. I wonder if that's how they'll do it. Either they'll put a cap on the the number of stacks, or I hope they don't take away the bonus to supports for stacking, though. Yeah, that'd be a weird way to nerf it, right? Because the one that's getting the most out of it isn't the support, it's the carry. And right. that is to incentivize stacking, but like to remove it wouldn't really change anything to who's getting the gold and who cares about it. So, right. yeah, I, I don't know how they yeah. would uh, choose to affect stacking. Honestly, I think what I've noticed with Ice Frog is that when he wants to make a change to something, he changes other things to make indirect changes to how the game kind of feels. And then things like stacking just kind of go by the wayside based on either the speed of the uh -huh. game or the prevalent heroes that are being played. I don't know. But uh, a lot of people have been commenting on Battle Fury and saying that Battle Fury is a very bad item as of these last few patches through the AC and huh. up to D. I'm not sure why. I still build it. I still see it a, as a good item. Uh, but just in general, it's kind of been getting from the pro scene, at least, which we know he balances around. Uh, they've been saying that Battle Fury is quite weak. So... I don't know if that would affect anything with stacking or if that would affect the heroes that are getting picked or if he would make changes to Battle Fury because he recently nerfed it because it was too good. So now it's in yeah. this awkward spot of not good enough. I don't know. It was it, Yeah, that's interesting because like he nerfed Battle Fury because, you know, I guess Battle Fury heroes were doing too well. Um, but then people just started playing the heroes that kind of like automatically have it. Yes. Like, TA has, like, a bit, arguably a better Battle Fury at, like, level one. Um, Axe clear stacks. You see the rise of illusion heroes, too. The fast farming Naga Sirens and Terrorblades that don't need Battle Furies to be able to farm yeah. super fast in the jungle. And you see, you see Naga 
uh, at least in pro, I've noticed a lot of it being picked up by China and by Arteezy. Oh, interesting. Yeah, at least in the last like yeah. majors, they've been picking it up. Uh, both Terrorblade and Naga were both picked up quite a bit. Terrorblade more so. Yeah, yeah, I saw a lot of Terrorblade. Um, I love Naga. I, I don't know. I just refrained from picking her because I like. I don't know. She feels a little slower than Terrorblade, but maybe it's just because like Terrorblade hits buildings better. Yeah. At least, you know, the way I experience it. I think they're going to... I'll make some specific... Uh, some very specific predictions. Yeah. Because yeah. we're always right. Um, I think Axe Illusions will no longer be affected by his shard. Ooh, okay. And the, the Mantel... And this is what I hope, because I think even with the shard, you could go uh, an SNY build instead of a Manta build and still run at people and punch them with Axe. It's obviously not as good. It's not like auto-killing everyone, like if you get the call Manta thing off. Um, so that's a bit hopeful. I think TA, uh, they're going to get rid of the 100 Psyblades range talent and maybe not have... Because Dragonlance affects the Psyblades spill too, right? Yeah. Yeah, they'll probably get rid of that. Um, I hope they don't get rid of the Psionic Projection, which is the trap teleport cooldown <laughs> which is insanely low um, 10 seconds right yeah and the channel is like one second it's like less than a tp <laughs> yeah it's pretty wild she's like a better furion than furion honestly yeah she i i started picking her up in carry ever since watching Samael play it just because i got curious and yeah. the hero, like, between her talents and her augs, uh, both the scepter and the shard, or, like, everything of hers is good. And it's just made her go from, like, a really solid early game, mid game carry to just a solid hero throughout the entire game to a point where it seems a little bit too strong when she has her, like, 14 refraction charges at 25 and her, like, meld <laughs> yeah. dispelling herself so she can get rid of a lot of stuff. It's just, yeah, she does not have very many weaknesses anymore. Yeah, I, I had one of those games where I went, like, super greedy. I went, like, ags and bots. And I didn't even hit that many heroes. But at, like, 30 minutes, we're, like, getting into a fight near their high ground. I'm like, nah, just walk up. They can't kill me. And, like, uh, you know, I had, like, 200 more last hits than other people because you could just literally be everywhere on the map yeah. in one second. Um, I hope they don't get rid of that because I like that, but it's obviously kind of OP. But it is fun, um, though. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> uh, and I think they're going to... I don't know. They're going to buff Dazzle somehow because he never gets picked, and then I'm going to be even more enthusiastic about <laughs> mid-Dazzle picks. Yeah. Another hero who I think might get a buff, uh, although I think he might actually be pretty good, is this week's Hero of the Week. You're tougher than I thought. Come along. Have a cookie. Meepo. More Meepo. I love you guys. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. Sven, the rogue knight. What a transition. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even think of that beforehand. I just It just came to me. <laughs> I've always liked Sven because he farms like crazy. Mm -hmm. Back when I was new to the game, I... The only thing I could do is farm. Um, it's, it's not any different now, but uh, I liked to do it a lot back then. And 
you could just like own games by knowing how to farm when no one else did. And I think he's pretty good, but no one else seems to think that. What, what do you all think? Do you think Sven's good or no? I think Sven is one of those heroes that can be very easily heavily countered by the enemy. But if he's not, he just pops off and two shots everybody. If you have people that are like kite him and disarm him and make him so that he's just like constantly crowd controlled, then he just feels frustrating to play because all you can do is like right click and right click and hope that you'll eventually get to them or purchase your <laughs> organisms and, you know, just Superman your way across the battlefield. But uh, on the games where he's not being like, you know, four different stuns into each other to the point where BKB becomes useless and you have like you know, your Echo Saber or your Daedalus and you just smack somebody and watch their entire health bar go red, it's very satisfying. <laughs> yeah, Charlene, do you have any uh, take on Sven? Yeah, I think Sven, uh, I mean, I agree with Bay, but also I think Sven is uh, like a really well-rounded carry because I think he, you know, has built-in farm mechanic, has a stun, has damage, um and like or cry is just a general uh like tankiness but also aura for allies and things and like yeah so i think he's very well-rounded he has a lot of potential but probably his greatest weakness is just that he can be countered easily so um like i think he's good but you have to draft around it and make sure that your draft sets up for your sven to be good and not like pigeonhole yourself into somehow having a bad spend game. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I remember seeing him in like some pro match and they had Conquer Disruptor and Mars on his team with him. And it was just like a whole bunch of heroes who like pulled people back to the Sven or locked the people in a room with the Sven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And that's it was, Sven's it dream. seemed unbeatable. Yeah, and it seemed unbeatable. Um, I think, I think all of that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, additionally, I think I have this new take on Blink Dagger, and Greg is going to yell at me because I think this is Greg's take. I think for most heroes, barring like Sand King or, you know, Wolflane Axe or Centaur or whatever, if you need a Blink Dagger, then it wasn't a good game for that hero. Oh, hot take. And because it's like 2,250 gold that just lets you get to someone. Um, and so, and I, I was watching Sam Trilling play a whole bunch of Sven games. He went on some like horrible losing streak with Sven and I, I contributed to it. Um, we played a few <laughs> games together, but it just seemed like Sven was like, he always needed one more item than the other guy, um, to do well. And so I can get one more item, but that blink dagger was like, okay, now I need a BKB and a blink dagger and then we can fight. Mm -hmm. Um, or, you know, one or the other. And I think what you got to do with Sven is just only build strength um, as much as you possibly can. And then just go for the, like, Ags, Echo Saber, God Strength explosion. Um, the, the the giant red health bars, as you put it, <laughs> too. Um, and so I, I think you have to, like, abandon everything else. And just go for, like, strength stuff. BKB if you have to. But, like, Satanic, I think, should be, like, one of the, you know, very first things. I think 
people go for like Mask of Madness. I think you should like instantly disassemble it into uh, an Echo Saber, and then BKB go right usually. to your yeah, and then go if you have to go BKB, you gotta go BKB. But otherwise, if you have a little bit of time, uh, if you could rush out an Ag Scepter, going Ograx first, of course, and then Satanic, because if you ha- if they don't have like too much CC, Satanic could purge and get you out of some of it, you know. And if the CC is soft, Ag Scepter beats it because you fly toward the enemy. Um, and then slow them with your Echo Saber hit. If it's hard, you need the BKB. But um, I think that's a better way to do it. I have generally noticed less people picking up Blink Dagger on Sven. They seem to just go for these builds with like S and Y so that he can just walk fast enough at them that if he does manage to throw out his stun, he will connect with them and hit his two Echo Saber hits before they get out of the stun. And he doesn't really care so much about like blinking on them as much as he does just getting on them at any point. So I I think your theory might track. Yeah, and I buy phase boots on him for that reason. Yeah. You pop Warcry, you you pop phase boots, you just walk a little bit faster, and you give him a couple of smacks. Yeah, it's just about that, that giant Echo Saber hit. I, I do miss that, when the Aghanims gave him that extra hit on landing. That felt so oh good, especially with Echo Saber, because then you get, like, actually, Echo still just count as two hits, but that, that yeah. instant hit that you would get and then hit, following it up, especially with Daedalus, was just magical. So I do miss that. And, yeah, yeah, great job mentioning Daedalus, because it, it triggers his, one of my very favorite voice lines in all of Dota, which is, Daedalus. This is going to be absurd. Oh, such a classic. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I, and I always say it when I purchase a Daedalus on Sven. <laughs> um, I probably say it when I purchase a Daedalus on any hero. But um, I think you just have to like go like all in on running at people. And, and I think Blink Dagger might not be that good generally. <laughs> this is such a wild take. <laughs> this it's is so probably totally wrong. Item. It is an yeah. expensive But the thing is, I think if you make it any cheaper... It's broken. Because yes. as a concept, the fact that you can just, what is it, 1600? I don't even know what what the range is of Blink Dagger. But, um, if it's exactly 1600, is it, is it 1600? you're never going to live this down. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, yeah. Just the ability yeah. to move that amount, and it's pretty instantaneous. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's it, it's kind of <laughs> worth that amount of gold, right? Like, you can't you can't make it any more accessible. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Blink Dagger. You are? I am. Yeah, I, I love me Blink Dagger. I remember in my early days of Dota, when I was still learning and figuring stuff out, there was a sniper that picked up a Blink Dagger as like his second or third item. And we would go to try to kill him. And every single time he would just see us, he would <laughs> blink into the trees and DP out. And I learned how good of a defensive item Blink could be, despite the fact that by like being touched by anything, you lose that ability. But the instantaneous, yeah. like that moment of someone comes out of invis or someone blinks on you or like anything that just makes them suddenly show up, that ability to just react instantly with no cooldown, no fear, and just get away from them is a really good feeling. Um, I also have a soft spot for it because my Arc Warden build is built around Blink Dagger. I go <laughs> for... Uh, Whoa. What's, what's that new item called? Uh, the one that... Witchblade. It's not Mjolnir, it's the other one. Gleipnir. 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 Is it Gleipnir? Is that how you pronounce it? Everyone's I've, always, pronouncing I've it. always pronounced it Gleipnir. Gleipnir, though? I don't know. I'm not like... I, you know, I, I always just called it Glep. 
Um, but I, I go for the Glepnir first item so that it, you can get the roots and then get a Blink Dagger. So if I'm trying to chase somebody, I Blink on Arc Warden, summon the Illusion, have it Blink so it does double the range of Blink. And then you start throwing out your roots, your ghosts, your slows, and everything else. <laughs> and uh, I've won very like a lot of games just because of Blink Dagger with that hero. So I have a lot of fondness just for it most <laughs> The double, the double blink the double is riot. I'm pretty sure be. also there's been pro games where there like someone refreshes just so that they can blink. Oh yeah. Like blink yeah, dagger is a good item, and I looked it up. It's twelve twelve hundred units, not sixteen hundred. Okay. All right. Yeah. But it is affected by aether and other cast range talents. It is. <laughs> so it could yeah. be sixteen hundred. <laughs> On the, uh, the, the, the coddle, does coddle still have that thing? Anyway, coddle's not the hero of the week. Spence the hero of the week. Spence the hero of the week, yeah. Um, so do you want to go through the abilities and, uh... Sure. I'll read the lore. Yeah. Um, all right, so Sven's Q is, uh, Stormhammer. It's his stun. Um, as you level it up, it scales in damage as well as stun duration. So it always has a flat cast range of 600, and a radius of 255, but as you scale points into it, it goes from damage of 110 to 180 to 250 to 320, and stun duration starting at 1.25 um, to 1.5, 1.75, and 2. You can increase that with a talent. Um, his level, uh, which is it? 25 talent will add 1.25 seconds to the stun duration. Um, so yeah, it's a nice, uh, it, it is a projectile, but it is a nice kind of reliable stun. Um, and what's especially good about it though, is that it does stun in a radius. So if you happen to, I don't know, have a, a dark seer or maybe a, a Magnus or something, or, you know, people just clumped up, then, um, you'll get that utility. Uh, Sven's W is greater cleave so this is a passive um in which he just now has cleave damage so as you scale up um you get greater percentage of cleave damage so it starts at 30 goes to 50 70 then 90 um there is also a talent for that uh at level 15 you can choose to get more cleave damage um you know, just a generally good farming skill to get it helps uh, take mm -hmm. advantage of those stacks that your supports are creating for you. And, yeah. Um, Sven's E is called Warcry. Uh, it's just a... It's not a targeted ability. He just, like, does it, and um, it affects an AoE around himself of 700. But what it does is provides move speed as well as armor bonus, um, which scales, so... For the move speed bonus, it goes from 8% to 12, 16, then 20%. And for the armor bonus, um, 6 armor uh, at just rank 1, going up to 9, 12, then 15. Um, and then finally, his ultimate is God Strength. So press R, and what it gives you is just attack damage bonus. <laughs> so for 40 <laughs> seconds... You can get up to 120% uh, attack bonus damage, or 160%, or at rank 3, 200%. So um, any any base damage that um, Sven has you know, just gets 
hugely amplified by this. And it's a good, you know, team fight, but also potentially farming or pushing type spell. I think it has a, um, you know, reasonable cooldown. It's 110 seconds, so it's it's in a spot where it's um, because it lasts for 40 seconds. You know, you, there's about a minute downtime, or I guess 70 seconds of downtime where you don't have it. But no, that that's kind of reasonable. It's, all, it's so it's not too long. It's not too short. Just a general good ability there. So talents, I already mentioned a few, but at level 10, uh, you can either choose between attack speed or war cry duration. Um, I'm not a spend player. I don't actually know what usually gets picked up. I think most of the time he goes for attack speed. I, I would imagine attack speed, yeah. Um, level uh, my, I go war cry duration. You go war cry duration. Nice. <laughs> uh, what's your What's your rationale for that? Uh, I mean, it's only 15 attack speed, which isn't that much. Mm-hmm. And... I'm relying on the Echo Saber um, attack speed to do most of my damage. Okay. And so just running around at 20% move speed for another three seconds uh, is more important. Got it. Um, And then at level 15, um, it's either plus 25% greater cleave damage or 15% lifesteal. Again, uh, Insight, what what do you go, Jim? Uh... I don't know, because at this point I already have a morbid mask, and I'm on my way to a satanic. Mm. So I usually go with the great cleave damage, but I don't like choosing it. It's cool, because you end up doing more with your cleave. Mm -hmm. You do 115% cleave Mm -hmm. than the person you hit. But, I mean, at 15, you're not... The stacks are cleared by then already, so I don't like picking it, but that's what I pick. I finally pulled up Dota buff. Um, so to backtrack a little bit, uh, Jim. So <laughs> the Warcry talent is not more commonly picked. However, it has a plus seventeen point six percent. That's significant. That's huge. That's wild. Plus yeah. seventeen point six percent. Yeah. Wow. Um, but attack speed is more popular. So Jim, you're in the right. <laughs> Uh, All right. Wait, does this does this take into account the fact that people can take a second talent after they hit twenty six? Because like, if it's know. win rate, yeah, I I don't actually know. The pick rate is it just says pick rate thirty seven point five percent, but win rate fifty eight point five percent. I don't know if that it, win it rate must, is tied. To it must lock time lock the decision. Like you'd think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then for 15, while we're at it, uh, the lifesteal is subtly more picked, so a 53%, 0.4% pick rate. Um, and it does have a little bit of a um, win rate boost as well. It's actually plus 7.7%. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next talent, uh, level 20, it's either plus 10 Warcry armor or plus 25 move speed. And just based on everything you're kind of talking about, earlier i would imagine the move speed right is is the better talent because part of sven's entire kit is wanting to get onto people and stick on them or yeah i always pick move speed talents that's just me (laughs) (laughs) um actually random thought here what if the change to sven is uh making the move speed talent earlier so like at level 15 you could get plus 20 move speed instead of something 
Because I know that's a general like balance that Ice Frog also sometimes does, is just switch around the talents. So maybe that's something um, that would buff Sven a bit. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, final talent, level 25. You can either get the plus 1.25 seconds on Stormhammer or plus 50% God Strength. Um, God Strength. <laughs> Hands down. God Strength. Plus 50%. And it, Unless yeah. you're some kind of support Sven. True. Unless you're a support Sven. I mean, we're we're playing Sven. We're here for the big red numbers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sven's and CKs. There, there's a a following out there of just like strength support heroes. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want Sven support here. <laughs> uh, anyways, I I I hated when people played Sven off lane. I thought that was dumb yeah. because you weren't you weren't leveraging like two visibilities. Mm. Yeah, I mean that was that was a time when Sven just wasn't quite in the right moment of being able to hard carry enough, but still had some utility. I think that was when his uh when he had a talent for dispel on his stun, right? Like now that's a oh. shard, but I think that was a talent. So people were like, "Oh, that's useful." So I want it, <laughs> but I don't <laughs> want him to be our carry. Yeah, that was also like that window where he was just actually OP. Mm, yeah. Uh, like, there was a window there with there that was, talent. There was, yeah. Where he could pull people out of uh, Yule Scepter and Ghost Scepter oh, yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. And Superman on them. <laughs> yeah, Those two things not... together were just ridiculous, but so much fun. It was the most fun <laughs> yeah, was great. ever was to play, for sure. He felt like a slightly different hero. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, Tell us about about his lore. All right. So I've I've been studying Sven's lore. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the bastard son of a vigil knight, uh, born of a pallid meranth. Uh, so he's a fish. I think that means he's a fish. The question is, born of means that his mother was the pallid meranth, right? Assuming like, so. You, you wouldn't be like bastard son of Bob, born of Bob, right? right? You'd be like bastard son of Bob, born of yeah, yeah, mom. Um, so his mom was a fish. <laughs> I think he's a fish. Wow. I don't know what Sven's a fish. He does have a, a lot of aquatic sets. Yeah. Um, so his father was executed for violating the Vigil Codex, and then his mother was shunned by her wild race. So he doesn't think honor is to be found in no social order, but only in himself. Um, he tended his mother through a lingering death, uh, which is sad. Then he offered himself as a novice to the Vigil Knights. Uh, he, you know, studied in his father's footsteps, learned everything, never revealing his identity, because you never see Sven's face. And then when he was supposed to be sworn in, he grabbed the great big sword, uh, killed everyone, and burned the codex. <laughs> My man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a very Dota story. It's so it's forever anime. solitary. That, yeah. That's going to be the next Dota anime season. Yeah, I can't wait to see him in the Dota anime. <laughs> oh, it'll be so good. Still a knight, yes. But a rogue knight. Mm. He answers only to himself. Mm. A uh, he basically is Omar Little, who I referenced earlier in the uh, in the podcast. But um, it's a pretty standard Dota story. It's interesting that he's a fish. I'd like to know more about 
the vigil codex like what did his father really violate it like i don't know maybe he was fairly i mean i don't think i don't think anyone should be executed but maybe you know they were carrying out the letter of the law maybe as a knight you're supposed to be celibate or something oh yeah he clearly did break that rule (laughs) yes he does have a child yeah that could be it yeah and that's kind of i mean that's not a a rule that i'm in favor of so I don't think you should be executed for that. And then I think the Vigil Knights, though, I'm going to say, you got to know who your people are. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they have it coming. Like, how do, you, how do you not do a background check if you invite someone into, like, your knight circle and don't know yeah, who like, they are? My, my kids are going to, to Adventure Sleepaway Camp tomorrow. And the amount of stuff I had to scan and upload, <laughs> right? These entire vaccination reports of all these things I had to type in right. their entire vaccination history and then scan and upload their entire vaccination history. Don't get me started on that. And then dates of, they had to take a COVID test and I had to scan and upload that. They know they know everything about these kids. They're keeping everything safe. You can't, You have to do that if you're running a school or a camp. Right. And these guys are entrusting someone with the outcast blade in the sacred helm. And they never ask for 13 years. They never ask who he was. <laughs> they never found out. Like, who are you? Oh, I'm yeah. Joe. Who's your father? I don't know. You know? Where do you come from? He just showed up. To be fair to, I feel like, to them. Yeah. Like, what, what era does Dota even take place in? Magic. maybe maybe background checks aren't but i agree with you if you're if you're running a night school and you got this uh you have codexes seems like you should hold yourself to a higher caliber there yeah you see these these guys like oh well can we ask him to take off that mask (laughs) oh let me check the codex leafing through it now i don't it seems kind of rude to be honest (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think it's a HIPAA violation. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's his story. I'm, I'm also very intrigued by, not intrigued, I mean, I just have empathy for uh, my rogue knight for, you know, he tended to his mother through a lingering death. He's a very caring person. Yeah. He's a very caring fish. Fish. Also, random side note, I'm, I'm looking at the voice actor. Um, the one who, the voice actor that does Sven also does Dazzle. And Juggernaut. And Juggernaut and Morphling oh. and Sand King and Weaver and Bean. But Oh, oh, Sand King's that guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like you can you can kinda hear it between Sven and Sand King, even kind of Morphling. Um Juggernaut kinda sounds different to me. Weaver surprises me. Bane and Dazzle yeah, kind of in the middle. Dazzle's there. I, I could I could see it with Dazzle. Yeah. The gravelly that graveliness is the same. But yeah, Jug definitely sounds different. Cool. There's a lot of heroes I like. Maybe I should start playing. No. <laughs> Maybe I should start playing Morphling, but let's be honest. You could become a David Scully main. That's the name of the voice actor. You just play his seven heroes. Oh, I'm sure we have that theme already. <laughs> <laughs> At DotaTheme.com. Um, when I head over to Noobs Ask Noobs, there's not too many questions, but they're pretty good. They, they are, yeah. All right. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. 
The lesson is, always prepare for war! We gotta read off some of the community suggestions for yeah, really this did. one question. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> All right, so the, the first Noobs Ask Noobs question is from uh, Rex Cow. Uh, he asks, there's a very good chance that he will soon take a job that requires large amounts of, quote, middle-aged white guy banter. Um, hey, Jimmy, old son of a gun, how's the golf game, etc.? Yeah, etc. is doing a lot of work. As as a middle-aged white guy who's who's bantered with <laughs> other middle-aged white guys, um, whoo, sometimes in a lot of conversations you don't want to be a part of. Uh, he says he's typically terrible at this, which I think is to his credit. And he asked for any pointers. Uh, not, I, neither of you are middle-aged white guys. No. <laughs> but we do have fathers. So you but, have like ah, someone my, that has been middle-aged. Mine is father, so he doesn't really speak like middle-aged white yeah. guy banter phrases. Yeah. I think, I think my dad, <laughs> my, my, my dad, like he golfs. He's, uh, okay. you know, he's owned his own business. Ah. Uh, you know, he has general political beliefs that he doesn't really like to share, but if you let him, he will. That kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I, what I are think his phrases? Generally, with middle-aged white guys, I, I think, depending, I mean, politics can either be 100% on the table and something that people want to talk about all the time, or something that you just don't talk about whatsoever. Depends on your middle-aged white guy. So you have to kind of yeah. feel at the room to each person to figure out where they feel for that, but politics can be an easy one to get on a conversation of. On that note, don't get onto a conversation of politics with anyone because it doesn't end well in this current climate. <laughs> oh gosh, no. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like not answer the question. Uh, Rex Cow, <laughs> do you don't 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 try to just like fit the bill of this thing. You know, like own, uh, own gonna your own identity. You? They're they're gonna fire you for not being able to make good middle aged white guy politics like conversation. <laughs> I don't think so. Should should drop okay. talk about Dota when just they bring up their Dota. golf games and stuff. Just be like, oh yeah, I played for Dota four hours last night. And they'd be like, what's a Dota? And then you'll tell them and they'll leave. And then you'll have a whole break room to yourself. It's a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the problem, I mean, he's a professional. And like in some environments, you kind of have to do that. It's really, like I've never been in them. Uh, I've never made nearly enough money <laughs> to have to make middle-aged white guy banter uh, or play golf. But um, I, I suggest, I know Rex Cow likes a lot of sports. Um, I suggest you, you find yourself some sports takes and then never give an inch. And just like... <laughs> They'll respect you for that too. Over time, at first they won't like it, but if you just keep asserting yourself with really hot sport takes, they'll eventually start respecting you as the sport guy. Yeah, and like new people will start at the job, and they'll be like, "Oh, what's 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 that Rex Cal like? Like, oh, he's the guy who thinks pitchers should pitch underhand in the major leagues. <laughs> he really thinks that." And yeah, it'll, it's a sign of respect around the office. All right, now the the, the best question definitely is also from Rex Cal, uh, and we have a million answers in the Discord so that we much. have to share because it's so good. He says, ruin a movie or TV show title by substituting one word with techies. So good. So, yeah, I, I got a couple that I've thought of because obviously this has been going around. <laughs> I'm just, oh, sorry, I just read another one. I'm just going to read these. Okay. Okay, so since posting it, um, techies anatomy. Honey, I blew up the techies. 
Honey Techies blew up the kids. Uh, 101 Techies. 10 Things I Hate About Techies. Pay Techies Forward. Mars Techies. Eternal Sunshine of the Techies Mind. 2001 A Techies Odyssey. Crystal Maiden and the Seven Techies. From Techies with Love. There Will Be Techies. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> 100 Days of Techies. Techies is the warmest color. Stop or my mom will shoot techies. Wait, what show is that? <laughs> uh, there's a there's a film in like the uh, late 80s, early 90s, Stop or my mom will shoot. Oh. oh, oh, come on. You're not really changing a word. You're just adding in techies then. I guess he's going to add it in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the Pursuit of Techies. There's something about techies. I like that one. Yeah, that's very good. Um, Nightmare on Techies Street. Uh, the Good, the Bad, the Techies. <laughs> Uh, unbearable lightness of techies the greatest story techies told planet of the techies godzilla versus techies (laughs) star wars return of the techies Uh, tinker taylor soldier techies (laughs) which is so good um dr strange love love. or how i learned to stop worrying and love the techies (laughs) all of these are so good i i love this concept for this question uh, Jim, yeah. Jim, you mentioned you had a few more. Um, yeah, like the first one I had, if you really want to ruin a movie, you just take a, a one title, like a one word title, Techies. <laughs> That's it. It's already ruined. Instead of Matrix, um, it's Techies. Yeah, the Matrix of the Techies. I thought uh, to describe all the players in a Techies game would be the Techies and the Furious. Mm. Because all nine other players are furious that someone picked techies. Mm, that's that's a meta one, and Sam would really love for I know. you bringing that up. Yeah. Shout out to the Plaid Pirate. Yeah. Uh, three techies outside Ebbing, Missouri. I I don't know the original title. Oh, no. uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Okay. <laughs> Taking maybe a little deep on that one. <laughs> Uh, you, you guys have any? I mean, if you just look at like a list of Disney films and put in techies to most of them, you get some pretty <laughs> good stuff. You get like 101 techies, techies and the beast. Uh, what else do we have on here? Lilo and techies. <laughs> techies story. <laughs> yeah, techies story. Techies king. Out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really think of any good ones. I just really enjoyed reading all of these. Yeah, it was so much fun yeah. looking at the Discord today. Mm-hmm. And I was really hoping that no one would put uh, the Techies and the Furious. Because <laughs> <laughs> naturally, having hung out with Sam, that was the first thing that popped into my head. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Wait, if so The Suicide Squad came out, you can do Techies Suicide Squad. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's a description, yeah. <laughs> Does he have that? Is that what the ability is called still? Or no? Uh, isn't it blast off? I think it is blast off. Yeah. Yeah. Suicide Squad makes more sense though. It does. I guess when the movie came out, they probably had to change it. <laughs> Techies list. Techies list. <laughs> well, I, I, I can... yeah. Techies. Techies. Tech. Yeah, just I think just techies just, is the answer. Techies. <laughs> Techies. It's ruined. <laughs> Whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I think that's the end of the podcast. Anyone have any shout outs um, you want to make? No, but... I want to shout out to everyone. Sorry. <laughs> Does anyone have that? I'm going to go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to shout out everyone coming in to our Discord and hanging out in the, the Yield Raven Herald Guardian Crusader Discord. Oh, yeah. For his league, because it's really popping off. we got a ton of people joining the Discord. Uh, people are finding teams, finding coaches. Uh, it's been uh, the old Ravens keeping it very positive, and uh, I encourage anyone else in the Herald Guardian Crusader brackets to come on, join a team, form your own team. It's it's going to be a lot of fun, nice. and Raven will keep everyone nice. Awesome. Um, I just wanted to shout out our community. I, I know it's been a minute since I've been on an episode, but um, I really do always appreciate what we have here, and uh, you know it fosters things like. Yield Ravens, Herald, Guardian, Crusader um, thing, and but also theme Thursdays, and you know, just all like always positivity, and it's great. So thank you to you guys. Two anything? I know it was a little while ago, but shout out to Sir Action Slacks for coming over oh, yeah. and uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> casting with the community and just taking part in our insanity. It was it was just nice to see community members, you know, taking notice and being part of this too. Yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. So stop by our Discord, come play with us, uh, and thank you for listening to the podcast. Yeah. See you next week. Bye. Peace.